0: Welcome to the Seller Roundtable E-Commerce Coaching and Business Strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees.
1: And another really great hack for finding um, private label in the U.S. is literally to go on Google and search private label. So let's say you want to do lotion, hand lotion. You could do private label lotion USA. And yeah, you'll or- see all the manufacturers who make pre- ready-made products that you can private label. So same yeah. thing, like if you want your own cat litter, private label, cat litter USA, and you'll see all the different companies that allow private label. Yeah. Um, so that's a but good Associations
0: a good are really good about yeah. that too. Or, or Copac, you can use, you know, Copac is another good one if it's a liquid or, you know, something like that. Um, the other thing that I've noticed um, is that you, you can also seek out you know, people who are doing wholesale, uh, you know, companies that have wholesale and then just private label, you know, just have them rebrand their products. A lot of them are willing to do that. Um, so that's another thing that you can do, um, is, is, you know, reach out to, um, you know, people who are importing directly and then wholesaling. Um, that, that's, oh, she's thing in Texas,
1: do. Texas.
2: Woo. Yeah, nice. <laughs> There, there's a lot of manufacturing in Texas. I would start with the manufacturing. My system.
1: one of my products is made in Texas. Yeah, but I, I, I have a plastic product and I went through hell to find a manufacturer. Well, that, that
2: keyboard in 2008 was the last product I sourced in China.
0: Yeah, it's and that was that was smart because you know, moving forward it's it's just it's going to get harder not easier, right? I mean, really um, you know, I have
2: a Fortune 500 client who invested 100 million dollars moving everything from China to Mexico this year.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing I've never really understood. That was always my complaint is, you know, we have we have Canada and Mexico. Not as much for Canada, you know, they they, you know, the the uh, you know, the salary up there is not much, you know, cheaper than it is here. It is cheaper though. Canada is our number 2 trading partner. Yeah, but I mean, we have all these these There's great relationships. We have all these great resources that are on the continent, right? I mean, you, you look at Brazil and some of these other countries that that we should be investing in, who are more well, friendly. We were, friendly to and then the,
2: the war on drugs chased everything to Asia. That was that was a big part of it. I mean, it, it, when I first started selling, everything was echo in Mexico, you know, Guatemala, and yep. you know, and, and all those places, and then the war on drugs moved it
0: yeah yeah absolutely I mean, that was completely uh misguided and 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 then you know the the nafta was you know pretty pretty sketchy in terms of uh you know <laughs> putting manufacturing in the u.s out of business um so th- there's a there's a lot of uh different things at play there
2: um but it's sensationalized I, i'll take I'll put up with a headache to be able to fly or drive to my manufacturer and walk in there and sit down and discuss in English, you know, problems, quality problems, or just see, see while they're making stuff. There's, I mean, there, that I'll put up with that extra headache and I'm sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to position the product as the best out there and i'm going to position it as made in the usa i'm going to make a big deal out of that and i'm going to charge more i don't care i mean you know it's just it's it's some ordinaries. stuff
1: though i mean some stuff is just not economical no, if you don't have small. the raw materials here it's really like you were saying joe yeah. like you had to do for your table right like yeah. you couldn't even buy the wood but then again if you choose to manufacture it yourself you can charge more you can play up the them i, in the I USA. did i was
2: doing custom and some of the imported crap
1: so lizzie wants to know she said are there any barriers to international people right private labeling in the u.s so lizzie's from australia can she private label stuff in the u.s without an issue
2: sure she can Um, yeah yeah she can just you have to understand that that manufacturers here are not like they are in china china (laughs) is china's a free for all they'll do any they're chameleons They'll they'll do anything, and if they can't, they'll say they can and and have their brother do it. Um, Here, it's, you know, the manufacturers here, a lot of them have only made one product, you know, or like I have a client, all they do is they deal with steel. Somebody came to him, they had a plastic and a steel thing. They got all bent out of shape because he wouldn't do the plastic part. The guy just doesn't even own injection molding machines, but he's got 52 welding stations and you know, CNCs and all this other stuff. And you just, you have to understand that manufacturers here, they are used to dealing with professional businesses and people that show up with the drawings, you know, the, the mechanical drawings and stuff like that. I mean, there's, you know, there's.
1: You really have to know what you're doing in the U.S. to find a. Man- I yeah. had to sell my company to these manufacturers. Finding an inject, like I had to move my molds. Basically, I didn't have to sell my company, but I had to be. I had to be a good salesperson. Right. Because right. they don't want to take on my tool, because I owned my tool. I imported mm-hmm. my tool from China, put it on their factory floor in Dallas, Texas, and now they make my product for me. But in order to get a factory in the United States to agree to manufacture for me. I called so many factories oh, yeah. and they you don't want any part it. of it.
2: Yeah. And you that, have you, to
1: know what you're doing. Yeah. You have to know how much you plan to produce. You need to know your business. You need to have a business plan. You need to be able to communicate that to your manufacturer. Yeah, it's not a situation that
2: most sellers don't have.
1: Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I mean I'll never forget I was where,
2: that space in, on their property is worth money to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I mean, they can bring in other machines, yep. you know, or more people or build another station
1: and they don't want to work with somebody that doesn't know what they're doing and can't, deli- you know, on they months. don't want to take on
2: your liability if they, if they even think for a second that you're questionable because it yeah. puts them at huge risk. Um, mm-hmm. There, there is no barrier to be, to do private label in the U S although I would probably look at Mexico first. Um, what mean, are your really, tips for
1: checking in Mexico? Because I'm always getting people asking about like how to find manufacturers in Mexico.
2: So there's some groups. Mexico's still a little weird with manufacturing. There's some groups that that facilitate manufacturing in Mexico. There's several companies like that. Um, I have a an article on my website um, that I just did. that's about product sourcing. And it's got methods, products to source products in lots of different con- countries, including Mexico, uh, Central America. All, I'm looking it up
1: right now. I'm getting yeah. the link. Hang
2: on. Um, you know, there's you. You just you never know. That's. But here's my thing: if you go where everybody else goes to source, if you go to Alibaba and you buy on Alibaba, expect other people to carry your to have your product. Expect there to be competition. You. There's tons of manufacturers out there and tons of businesses out there that are right down the street that you can go talk to. And they're more than willing to do stuff. I mean, we just came out of COVID. All these businesses had their doors shut and their products sitting on their shelves. Lots of businesses. Some of them made the products themselves. Others didn't. All you had to do is pick up the phone and call any one of these little mama pop shops here in the U S and say, Hey, I can help you out and, and I can, I'm, I'm an internet marketer. I can help you sell your product. I need you to package it for me though, drop shipping. So here's what we'll do. If you give me the best, absolute best wholesale pricing, you can, I'll split a third of the profits with you. Now they have buy-in. Now they're going to ship for you the right way. It still works out to you making the same thing. And I mean, it's people, yeah, you know, i don't i don't understand i just don't understand how how sellers don't see all this stuff around them you know i think
1: joe it's because Amazon they don't blinders you know <laughs> i think it's because they don't start with thinking of it as a business they don't right. start planning it as a business planning a brand studying a customer they start with a product
2: and, and they're they just copying on, a product. and they start on amazon where it's just this step by right or wrong. it's this step-by-step step process yeah um, you know back in the day all amazon sellers started on ebay and if your product if every new product you had you you released on ebay first <laughs> and if you could sell it on ebay then you could you were sure to be able to sell it on amazon because on eBay you had to build your audience, um, and so you came to Amazon right off the bat as a better seller
0: with a little bit of experience. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I think that, you know, and unfortunately it's 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 propagated by you know all these YouTube uh, you know ads that people see about you know how easy it is to sell on Amazon. And, you know, they, they buy that course and they spend all that money and now their savings is gone and they walk away and they, you know, post their, hey, I've got 2,500 units of my widget that I couldn't sell my rubber spatula. Uh, Jungle Scout told me I was going to make, you know, all this money and, you know, it's just it's really really sad that that I, is still going on.
1: I saw somebody post in a group today about they said this product sells for between twenty to twenty four dollars how much should I pay the manufacturer for it and and the responses people were like no more than nine dollars. Oh. I was like, just give the money to me. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. what? $9? Are you kidding me? You oh. don't, there's no money left.
2: So uh, I, here I got a little story for you. So my son, my older son, um, graduated from college, took some time off between college and medical school, came back here. Um, and some of his friends from high school that I thought would never really amount to much, um, they're, they're selling. And what they do is, uh, they're, little, they're little rich kids, first of all. Um, uh,
1: little rich kids.
2: Little, 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 <laughs> little rich kids. Rats. Really, they, they, they seemed like they were just waiting around for mom and dad to, you know, kick it. And they were just going to drink their way till that point. Um, but they went, they had, two, they had two bots made, two separate bots. And then they connected them. One monitors Amazon for rock bottom pricing. The other one monitors eBay, uh, OfferUp, Facebook Marketplace, and a couple other places for items that are going out of stock and in demand. And what they're doing is they're buying products every day on Amazon for rock-bottom pricing, turning around and selling them as they receive them for two to three times as much. And this one kid is making over five grand cash a week doing it.
0: Automated arbitrage. I like it.
1: I like it. It's smart. uh, I mean, why not take advantage of the people who are basically following a robotic process and giving their money away? You're going to take advantage of all that liquidation. They
2: were doing pools. They were doing weights. They were doing video cameras. They were doing sewing machines, masks. I mean, every week it's something else. It's really, really, it's actually really interesting. Um, That's
1: awesome.
2: Yeah. And it's just, you know, there's There's no such thing as a bad product. Faulty, yeah, but bad product, no. It's because there's other platforms. There's other places to find your audience. That's the whole thing. I think the word seller is derogatory. To me, a seller works at the swap meet or sells peanuts at the circus. People need to learn to become marketers. When you can market, you can sell anything because as a marketer, you learn to find your audience. Amazon is not get
1: in front of them. Yeah.
2: Amazon <laughs> is not the best place to find every audience. If you're selling a product to teenagers, they don't hang out on Amazon. It's not a good place to market to them. Uh, there's, you know, there's forums still that are filled with very specific people. And you can, you know, your your uh, your, your client acquisition cost is nothing when you target them in places like that even other marketplaces. If I sold anything that had to do with guns, I would also sell on gun brokers. There's 12 million gun nuts on gun. Yep. Brokers.
0: Yep. Yep. And nobody else just gun nuts. Yeah. Hey, you're, you're, you're going you're giving away my source of ammo because you can't get ammo anywhere right now, except for a gun broker. <laughs> that's where, that's where the, the ammo's hiding.
2: Oh, I got a, I got I got a
0: couple people for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Joe. in Idaho now that problem's a lot easier.
2: Joe, yeah. so we
1: can't let you go today without utilizing some of your expertise. And Marina asked a really great question about this. She said, question about branching off of Amazon. And I guess that's really the core of our conversation today. Obviously, the number one, she says, obviously, the number one choice is your own website. But where should you focus next? <laughs> eBay, Walmart, Facebook. And this is where Joe's probably going to, I would give the answer, become a marketer. Because you're, it's not just a simple answer. It's where's your audience?
2: Yeah. You're selling to teenagers. Exactly right. so you need to
1: go where your audience
2: is. Find, find your audience. If you sell, you know, if you sell a pet product, think about it. How many dog breeds are there? For every dog breed, there's how many clubs of really crazy, fanatical people, right? I mean, you can just market to one dog breed and be extremely successful if you can target like that. Um, you know, health products, beauty products, there's huge forums for that. You can sponsor a forum for 200 bucks for the year and have a banner on their login page and, and have your own private room that you can sell to people on. Uh, automotive parts, same thing. Every car has giant forums. Um, it, I would find your audience. Find the influencers that your audience worships. Screw Google ads, Facebook ads, Amazon ads. I mean, I just why target each person one at a time when you can target the people they worship? If you target the people they worship and you can get featured with on their show or you can partner with them to do something, anything, then you're putting yourself in front of their audience. Hashtags most people don't know how to use hashtags. Don't use hashtags that have more than 100,000 posts. Use hashtags that have less than 100,000 posts. What are hashtags? Hashtags are uh, uh, aggregators, topic aggregators. So you find the top influencer, you find your, your competitors' hashtags that they're using, and then you use them. And then you're putting yourself in front of other audiences that would normally not see you for free, for nothing. Um, so I, I would suggest for, you know, having a website is not the right move for a lot of Amazon sellers, it really isn't. You know, a Shopify site, it's it's just not, it's, you know, it's not necessarily, you can do a one page landing page, you know, if all you need is a squeeze page or a landing page, which yep. you can host on Google, you can host a website on Google Drive, Do you know that? For free. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's um, yeah, no, there's no
1: reason, there's no reason to be paying forty dollars a month for Shopify when you're not, if you're an Amazon seller and you have a Shopify store, but you're not doing anything to build your brand off of Amazon, you're just wasting but, your money on Shopify. And yeah,
2: and and I mean, I'm a Shopify partner and have been for years, and I'll I'll be the first person to tell somebody it's a lot of work. Yeah. The coding and the month. You know, I I
1: dropped my Shopify website like three months in. And no WordPress.
2: Works much (laughs) what works much better for a lot of smaller sellers. WordPress with the Shopify Lite uh, plugin for 10 bucks a month. Works great. You get the back end of Shopify. You instantly can accept nine different payment methods, and you get WordPress's SEO. I've got a whole bunch of people doing that. It works really, really well. Did you say the Shopify Lite plugin? Shopify Lite Pro. Plug so in. that
1: allows you to use the Shopify cart system and all of that yeah. for shopping, On but WordPress. it lets you stick with your WordPress website.
2: Any theme.
1: Oh, nice! That would be yep. very. I was wondering how people were doing that. So yep. that's my goal for today. And
2: your plugin, the plugin that you want to get is uh, WP Shop.io, and that's if you if you buy it a year at a time, um, it's ten bucks a month. So you got twenty bucks a month. And that takes Shopify. What Shopify gives you, and it gives you all kinds of um, uh, custom customization ability with it. So your your pages, your product pages on WordPress, the URL is the same as it would be on Shopify. You know, your URL hyphen collections hyphen product, hy- you know, or or backslash. It's it's the same structure, and it works out really, really well.
0: And really the other thing. Fun. Yeah, the other thing you were talking about Joe for the the single uh, landing page which works really well is WordPress again and then just get Elementor and you do Elementor mm-hmm. and and you can you can do uh, you can do WooCommerce or like you said using a a shopify plugin something like that. I was um, going to just or, or go Gravity go Forms. Yeah
2: page page, if I was like, just going to do a one page and... landing page I would go with Blogger because it's owned by Google and I'm going to get better Google ranking off of it. Yeah. To tell you the truth and it's yeah. free. Um, yeah. I Loggers. would probably, or, or, or i would just post the html on google drive for the the main, the the main reason for either one of those choices is seo yeah yep google, google get google says they don't favor themselves yeah, yeah we, they do but, domain know, authority yeah.
0: the yeah. old domain authority yeah no very few people Absolutely. know that yep agreed
2: i like that oh, I like the ten dollar shopify life pro, uh program though it's it's a buy button so any place you can insert html you can insert your shopify store or your shopify platform yeah which is sweet it is can you
1: still utilize all the cool third-party partnerships that shopify has
2: um plugins app apps you mean
1: well like for example shopify has a partnership with walmart they have you
2: know some, some yes some no Okay. Yes, some yes, some no. As far as apps go, if the app alters the uh, the product total in any way, then it, it then at this point it still doesn't work with WordPress. But if it's just you know some of the some of the marketing apps and stuff, they do work. Um, but this the WP Shop, they're actually pretty receptive to trying to help you out and make things work for you. they they've actually come a long way recently. So
1: Um, what's your top tip, Joe, for those people that have been considering getting into Amazon and hear this episode today and they're like...
2: Getting into Amazon?
1: Yep. Considering getting (laughs) into Amazon. (laughs) And they hear this episode today and they're like, hmm, I have some more things to think about here. Amazon's still a very strong sales channel. Oh, yeah, it is. It's just that, a sales channel.
2: So how would you
1: recommend that they get started in e-commerce using Amazon as a sales channel but not only Amazon.
2: So what I would what I would do if I was if I was starting from scratch I would project 6 months before I launch my product. I'd set that as my goal and in the course of that 6 months I'd build a website, I'd build a marketing machine, mailing list, build an audience, build authority, maybe release a book, definitely put out some lead magnets. Via Kindle, because it opens up a whole area to build authority, uh, and the day launch day should not be the day that you say, "Okay, I launched. Now what?" You know, it launch day should be the grand opening of your business. It you should just, be the culmination of your marketing, not the first day of it. That's that's the big flaw. You're I mean, just whoa.
1: pulling the trigger. You're what? just pulling the it's, trigger
2: on you're the cutting the
1: line. ribbon and saying we're open yeah, everyone like, who's yeah. lined up come on inside
2: right launch <laughs> be your your party the day that you know you have all these people and you have media and you do all this stuff i mean you know think about the place on the corner when they open they don't come out of the blue and and open the doors and nobody know who they are no they they spend time and effort and they bring all of their resources together so if if i was just starting out in the e-commerce um i would build a monster of a marketing machine to launch screw amazon i mean i i you can't overlook amazon and be a serious u.s e-commerce seller you really can't i, I know some businesses that i i have i have clients that don't sell on amazon that do very very well but it it they're flukes you know it took them a long time to get to that point um you you can't overlook amazon and be a serious contender in the us but amazon is a piece of the puzzle not the puzzle if amazon is all you have then you're a serf basically it's a you're a medieval serf living outside the kingdom they pour piss out over the wall on your head when they want to when they don't want to you know every now and then they might invite you into the castle but that's only to clean up their mess you know i mean that's I, That's how I used to explain Amazon to people for a long time. So for
1: example, if I'm starting a brand in indoor gardening, for example, Mm -hmm. I'm excited about indoor gardening and I'm starting a brand there, what I would do if I'm following the Joe Reichsfeld plan is I'm going to say, okay, I am going to start sharing my passion either via blogs, either via videos or some Kindle guides, stuff like that get the word out, get some following going, and maybe do some Facebook groups, whatever, you know.
2: Pinterest, what I, Pinterest, what I would, pins. I would what, I, what I would do is I would have <laughs> ten, 10 pieces of content written, um, long form, 2,000 words. It's really not that expensive. Um, I'd have 10 pieces of content written. I'd build a website around that. I'd only put six or seven of them on the website. I'd use the other three or four for guest posts on busy sites that have a lot of traffic, because I know that that's how I would get authority to my site initially and traffic. Uh, and that's where I would start. I would build a community uh, people. If people trust you, they'll buy anything. Um, yeah. You don't have to have a product to get people to trust you. It's, it's you know, it's- You just
1: the- have to have a common interest and show that you have some authority in that interest and you're willing to put yourself out you there. Care
2: and yeah. you know, show that you care. I mean, we see uh, Amazon sellers all the time that fail with Facebook ads. People don't go to Facebook to buy. That's all there is to it. it you have to have a conversation with them and it's really easy. You you ra- Rather than do the hard sell, you just start out, you know, don't you hate when you've been up all night because you can't sleep? Or don't you hate when your neck hurts in the morning because your pillow's just not right? They say, uh-huh, you just got, you just built authority with them and established a conversation. And then you take them into the, the find, felt, found you know thing. Uh, I find that I feel this way and I, I felt terrible about it, but I found a solution and I want to share it with you. It's not the hard sell. Amazon is America's cash register. So Amazon sellers only learn to deal with people that are standing in line with money in their hand. Um, that limits your audience. Your audience is only this big when you're when that's what you're dealing with. When you're off of Amazon, you get people at all the different stages of the buyer's cycle, the buyer's journey. So if you just present them your Amazon listing, half of them don't want to buy. Money. Yeah.
1: Well, no, I mean they're gonna buy it after they know you. Once yeah, they right. know it's you, and then you say, Hey, by the way, we launched this product. It's available on Amazon now. They're gonna go.
2: So cool! Oh my gosh, people, I've been following the you. funnel on Pinterest is three weeks long. People don't want to see your Amazon URL on Pinterest. They want to see other things, even if it's a landing page first. You have mm-hmm. to if they you will you lose conversions when you just when they the minute they see your Amazon link because you're not know,
1: providing value up front and on yeah, Pinterest they, they, they want to see they that they
2: know what's at the end of that rainbow. Mm-hmm. You know they're kind of like warm cold traffic. They're already looking for your product on Pinterest. Pinterest doesn't show your, your product to anybody or your pins to anybody that's not already interested. So they have an interest, but you gotta warm them up. You know, you gotta, you gotta build a little bit of trust with them. And Pinterest is a visual planning e-commerce engine. Planning infers, I'm not ready to buy today. So you, you, you take them to a landing page, where you build trust with them and you, you don't even, you don't hard sell them there. You just build authority and you get them into your opt-in and then you lead them by the nose to, you know, to the realization that you're the best choice for them. And it doesn't, it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. Um, but people overcomplicate everything because service sellers make their money that way. It, it's, it is what it is. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I am i no, am i I've been doing this for a long time and I've forgotten a lot of stuff that I've learned along the way. I'm no guru. I don't know everything. I like to think I do. And I like to act like I do sometimes, but I don't, you know, I mean, the only thing that any one of the three of us offer people that they can't get elsewhere is our experience. And the fact that we've taken the time to bring this stuff together and eliminate some of the really shitty learning curve stuff. Um, that 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 you know that they can't eliminate themselves. I mean, any anybody selling any program that claims that they have, you know, this rocket science idea or that nobody had does what they do. It's all bullshit. It really, it's just all bullshit. And that, and then it's it's sad because it's, it's it's supply and demand. As long as there's people, you know, with beer goggles on, there's snake oil salesmen nearby. <laughs>
0: Uh, I love, I, I love that analogy. Um, they, there's lots of that going on, especially in the marketing realm, but I absolutely agree in terms of, you know, if I were starting again, you know, if I was in my twenties building an audience, right? Like just look at Gary Vee, Gary Vee started, you know, just doing like wine videos cause he was passionate about wine. Right. And all of a sudden now, you know, he's got sneakers, he's got a marketing company, he's got a media company, he's got all these things that he built and that's just because he's got such a massive following. He could, you know, sell rubber dog shit, and people would buy the hell out of it because right. they trust Gary Vee. And Gary Vee says you have to have this rubber dog shit.
2: And you don't have to be that. You don't have to play that role either if you don't want to. No, it. no. And, you know. You know. I mean, that's some people think that you have to, and you don't. I mean, that that's. I mean, it is. It is what it is. I still have people on my mailing list from 2000 when I had my furniture store. Um, that I could call up and say, I'm in Santa Fe right now. And I'm looking at this this piece on the wall. It's $4,000. Um, and they'd say, buy it. Because they've spent 25 grand with me over the years. You know, I mean, you, you can't beat that stuff. You know, and the first thing they would say to me on the phone is, how are your kids doing? Yeah, my man. kids used to be my shipping department. And they would right, draw yeah. on every box before <laughs> it went out the door.
0: Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, people Love eat that, that stuff up. Of course. Yeah. They want to know that you're a real person. You know, they don't. That's that's what
2: Amazon sellers don't think they can compete with Amazon. Amazon can't compete with Amazon sellers because Amazon sellers can offer something that Amazon will never offer a face, a person, a personality, a human that speaks English and can help you and not just say, send it back. I send you money. I send you someone else's money. You yeah. send it back. You send back the brick instead of the book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, oh, oh, and, uh, <laughs> all right, folks. On that note, I think we're going to wrap it up today. Joe, as usual, uh, always uh, always a fun time having you on. Thank you so much. Let people know where they can uh, where they can find you, where they can get more more Joe. Uh, e commerce
2: op- e commerce uh, I'm also on Facebook. I'm in a lot of the groups. I'm the guy everybody hates to hear from in the groups.
1: Nah, <laughs> Seems
2: like. Sometimes. I tagged you. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Joel, I know I had you got something to say about this. a free <laughs> Pinterest course uh, on my website for people to learn Pinterest. I just came out with a new workshop about on hashtags. Um, and I'm uh, working on uh, getting ready to publish a book and working on another one.
0: Awesome. Yep. All right, Joe. Thank you again. If anybody, uh, if anybody has any questions, feel free to drop them, uh, in the comments before we go folks, if you want to ask questions, you got to join us live uh, sell forward slash live Tuesdays at 1 PM Pacific time rate review, subscribe all that fun stuff. Otherwise, you know, you'll miss out on Joe's next appearance and that's something you don't want to do. <laughs> so thank you so much guys for listening. We'll see you again next time on the Seller around table. Thank you.